Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And as you get ready for the whiteout, tomorrow night's the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All the Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kier, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Peter King in a moment. First of all, our play-by-play call of the day. As Matt was obsessing over the Yankees' loss last night, the Arizona Cardinals were going to work on defense. Going underneath, and he's tipped, and interception. And all the way inside the 10 to the end zone goes Marco Wilson. Marquez Callaway could not hold on. Dalton steps up. Picked off at the 40-yard line. Isaiah Simmons. Simmons down the sideline. Simmons inbounds. Simmons all the way. Al Michaels with the call last night. Thrilled for Alan Kirk last night because they actually on Thursday Night Football finally got to call touchdowns. Uh, with that, we uh, bring in one of the absolute best in the business from NBC Sports. Football morning in America as well. You can read that column every Monday morning. Peter King, welcome back. Steve Jones, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Who do, who do the Lions have tomorrow? Uh, Minnesota tomorrow night. So, and it's going to be a whiteout game. It'll be a whiteout game on ABC. Wow! Wow, that'll be fun. Does it'll everybody wear white? Like if if I came in with a blue Penn State sweatshirt and walked into the stadium, would I get dirty looks from people? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the so the Minnesota fans will be about four thousand. They'll be wearing maroon. They will stick yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> So they That's will stick wild. out. Yeah, it is. It is wild. Um, yeah. And you know, something that's also wild <laughs> is that I was reading your column a couple of weeks ago. I didn't realize your wife Anne was there when Roberto Clemente had his three thousandth hit, his oh, last yeah. hit ever. Yeah, she's a she's a Pittsburgher, and she idolized Clemente. And she's in that David Marinus book about Clemente. Uh, she's in it a lot, in fact. And is she really? That day, that day, he got the he got the hit on a Saturday afternoon game. Okay, and obviously that's the last hit that Roberto Clemente ever got in uh, in the regular season. That was his three thousand hit. And she and a couple of girlfriends uh, came into the game. She was, I think, thirteen years old. And uh, or maybe fourteen, but they came into the game and they all had uh, uh, brown bags of confetti that they had stayed up on Friday night <laughs> making, and uh, so they threw the the confetti 
at Roberto Clemente when he uh, when he made that uh, when he got his hit. So yeah, it was a uh, she'll she'll remember that the rest of her life. That's for sure. Double off John Macklack, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, um, it was. It, it's interesting. Just as a quick side note. Uh, Jack Ham and I went down to the Duquesne Club in Pittsburgh to speak, and Franco Harris was there. And Franco's doing a 50th anniversary look back yeah. for a podcast, so he was interviewing Jack about that. And Dana, his wife, was uh, was doing the video. And I'm standing there, and I'm thinking as I'm watching this uh, play out, what an incredible roller coaster of eight days in Pittsburgh 50 years ago. The immaculate Absolutely. reception. Eight days later, Roberto Clemente dies. Yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. And in fact, in fact, the Immaculate Reception happens, okay? Then on New Year's Eve at Three River Stadium, the undefeated Miami Dolphins came in because in those days, you didn't get playoff seeding by regular season record. It was just designated before the year. And so the Miami Dolphins, undefeated, came in and played a playoff game against the Steelers. Miami beat Cleveland in the first playoff game in Miami. And then the second playoff game, they had to come to Pittsburgh. So they won the game. And how about this? They come, you know, they uh, are off the field at like 4.15 in the afternoon. And six hours later, Roberto Clemente's plane goes down in the ocean and he's dead and everybody wakes up in Pittsburgh the next morning as if they weren't bummed out enough by uh, the Steelers obviously this is a whole different kettle of fish and uh, everybody in Pittsburgh was just I remember I mean I I remember how I felt how awful it was you know you and I in Enfield Connecticut and uh, and and this and these poor people in Pittsburgh, you know, losing the greatest idol uh, who played sports in their town. So yeah, it was a it was an awful day. Hundreds of miles away, you know, we're crestfallen. Imagine how they felt there. Yeah, of course. Uh, and uh, Larry Seipel had a fake punt, uh, if I remember, <laughs> in that game. <laughs> he ran a fake punt for a long way in that game. Uh, yeah, against yeah. the Steelers. All right, so now the Steelers are going to play Miami on on um, Sunday night, and the '72 Dolphins will be uh, honored at that game. But it's also a game where two is expected to be back. Kenny yeah. Pickett said today he's been cleared. Peter, give me w- what the feeling is around the NFL, and especially in the NFL office, when you think you have a protocol settled, and now you're adjusting it. Well, it was really kind of interesting this week at the uh, at the league meeting in New York. Um, there was a lot of talk about Tua, and there's still this unsettled feeling that somehow, some way, he got to be back on the field after what happened in that game, and uh, uh, you know, in the in the. Uh, you know, obviously, in the first game, uh, when he he went to the ground against Buffalo, and uh, he probably should not have returned to that game, but he did. And then four days later, against Cincinnati, he's uh, he gets concussed and he's in bad shape. But 
I think in general, um, the NFL and the NFLPA were a little bit late to the party of <clears throat> mandating that when a player shows some gross motor instability, wobbling, uh, punch drunkenness, uh, whatever you would call it. But when a guy is wobbly on the field, there's no ifs, ands, or buts anymore. He will be removed from the game. That's the right way to handle it. I think it is uh, It's strange and a little bit sad uh, and, and kind of weird, quite honestly, that the first person to have, uh, you know, to, to be tested uh, under the new protocol was Teddy Bridgewater, who was playing four to a Tongavaloa. And the weird part of this one is nobody saw him wobbly, and other than the spotter upstairs, who also is a trained, uh, you know, a trained physician. And once he sees. Uh, what he believes is a gross motor instability or what the NFL is now calling ataxia, they can take him out for the game. And so that's exactly what happened with this, uh, with this spotter. And so uh, it's something is going to happen down the stretch of this season. I'm not exactly sure when it'll happen or how it will happen, but there will be a big game. And a guy, if a guy wobbles a little bit and is taken out of the game, I think even though everybody's going to be screaming, hey, wait a second, that was just like a very short thing. You, you don't know how bad the guy is. <clears throat> I think we're going to need to be patient with this because you really do want to err on the side of caution. So I think finally, even though it took him a while, the players in the, in the league got it right. Yeah. You know, because I know in being around Penn State, you know, all the time, I know how cautious they are and everything you got to go through just to get back. It, yeah. it takes a while, uh, without question. Um, I was very cautious about any criticism about the Buffalo game because, I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I know, Peter, you were cautious too. I know you wanted to hear what they had to say, what the investigation said. I felt the same way because. To me, if you're a medical professional, your integrity's on the line, isn't it? To yeah, do something yeah. like that. That's Steve. You know, I, it bothers me that uh, that some guy, uh, some a medical professional, basically got fired by the players' union because they think that he did a shoddy job uh, in not diagnosing this as a concussion. Uh, you know, uh, first of all. Somebody from the league was telling me that the, the really bad part of that, okay, is that why there's not very much money in this. It's sort of a prestige job for you to be an unaffiliated neurotraumatic consultant on the sidelines making these judgments. And it's probably, you probably think it's kind of cool to be on the sidelines of an NFL game. But if you then are going to have your integrity called into question, you know, somebody from the league said this, I can guarantee you we will lose some of these consultants over this because they'll see that, look, it's not well known at all 
who these UNCs are, but somebody who uh, is a good investigative person could find out who the Miami Dolphins UNC is at home games. And so I, I don't know who it is. I have not looked into it, but it's sad now that this person is going to be known as the guy who got fired. And, you know, this guy could well be uh, a very reputable brain surgeon in South Florida. I mean, that's what's crazy about this. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, you know, it didn't go the way it should have gone. Right. And no, exactly. Because, I mean, you and I have been around enough team doctors, trainers, and so forth. Like, they're the ones that have the final say on whether somebody goes in or out. And guess what? You know, their reputation is on the line every time they make a call yeah. like that. So. Yeah. You know, there's one other thing about that, Steve. Please. And that is that, is that uh, and this is what I have found in my years covering it, okay? Like, I do think there have been some some coaches in the 80s coming into the 90s who will say, get that guy back in the game. Get him off yep. the bench. Let's go. Let's play. Yep. And that happened before, uh, you know, the, this this new knowledge we all have about long-term head injury, brain injury damage, okay? I, I'm just telling you, I have not heard of a, a trainer on the sidelines, an NFL head athletic trainer on the sidelines or a team doctor. I have not heard of a coach coming over to him saying, hey, Doc, you know, cut the BS right here. Put John Doe back in the game right now. I just, those are things that in the 80s you heard about. I just don't hear that anymore. It's too, there's too much at stake with guys' lives. And we see so many players having the ill effects from playing football that you just, you can't do that anymore. Those days are over. And that's what I hear from coaches all the time. And I'm talking going back the last 20 years plus. I've had so many coaches say to me, Steve, that's, it's just not my call. And that's, and that's the attitude that they've taken. I don't care who it is along the way, whether it was Joe, Joe or James or anybody uh, along the way. (laughs) When you you look at this, one last question, then I'll let you go. But it does deal with with the scoring in the league um, because there have been – it felt like the first month was the preseason, uh, yeah. at least to me. Uh, uh, now, last night I had some points. You know, what theories have you heard as to why scoring is not as apparently explosive as the past few years? Uh, I think the biggest reason – you know, I a couple of weeks ago I wrote about this and uh, – and, you know, I feel pretty confident that the biggest reason is, you know, it's this is so ironic. Vic Fangio got fired last year as the coach of the Broncos, and yet it's his defense that is becoming so popular. Okay, And his defense, in essence, is a classic, very conservative, two deep safeties Yep. Uh, and forcing you, forcing teams to go 13 plays, 78 yards, instead of 
seven plays, 78 yards, instead of blitzing more, challenging uh, people. They say, hey, listen, you can, you can have the little seven-yard dump-offs to the tight end till the cows come home. We're going to gamble that you're either going to not be able to go downfield making short gains consistently, or at some point you're going to turn it over. And so that has contributed to it a lot. And Steve, even if you, you are efficient and have these long drives, okay, instead of touchdown drives now being, <clears throat> you know, four minutes and 10 seconds, mm-hmm. now they're eight minutes and 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it just kills a lot more clock and it leads to fewer possessions. So I think that has been the biggest thing. More and more teams are just sitting back and saying, go ahead, nickel and dime us to death. We will gamble that you're not going to be able to do that for 60 minutes and beat us. And I think that has been a big part of it. The other small factor, and it's a small one, is that... I think there have been a bunch of young quarterbacks who've been handed the reins of teams <coughs> who are struggling and who have not played great consistently. You know, uh, and that goes for Trevor Lawrence. It goes for Justin Fields. It goes for Zach Wilson. You look at Zach Wilson's a great example. What are the New York Jets doing right now? They're unleashing Breeze Hall on the defense and telling Zach Wilson, okay, you might only, you might be this generation's Bob Greasy. You might only throw it 18 times a game or 14 times a game. You know, if we can run efficiently, uh, we're going to do that. And so I think those are probably the two biggest things that are going on. Yeah, what back to back Super Bowls, seven and eight, Greasy attempted maybe 15 total passes both games? total yeah one of them i think he threw six yeah and i mean in those days just think about it if you've got mercury morris larry zonka and jim kick and at the time three of the top 10 running backs in football yep then and you're don shula why would you do anything and you've got that great offensive line the great run blocking offensive line then, of course, you know, Bob Greasy is just going to be a facilitator. He's going to be John Stockton, you know, the assist guy. And so that, that was huge. And it's kind of ironic that that's 50 years ago. I think everything always comes back in football. Everything. I agree with you. I totally and, and, agree with you. And if you, if, you look at, if you look at the way the New York Jets are playing right now, I don't know if it'll continue. I can't tell you that. But... I mean, they are really, last week in Green Bay, man, they were really back to the future. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and one other note on I mean, when you're talking about defense, okay, it's cover two. They're keeping you underneath, underneath, and then yeah. the field shortens up. And when the field shortens up, how many times are they getting field goals and not touchdowns? That's a great point. It's a great point because they don't have that explosive player and. You know, the best teams inside the 10, inside like the tight red zone, the best teams are the ones who can unleash a Debo Samuel 
Or you watch this, Steve, you watch this in the next few weeks. You watch a guy for the Giants named Wandale Robinson, okay? Yes. Guy from Kentucky, second-round pick. Mm -hmm. If he'd been healthy right now, He'd be in not maybe not in the driver's seat, but he'd be a major candidate for offensive rookie of the year. Yep. Um, but that is what you need way down close. You know how you do that jet motion, and sometimes you have a guy just sprinting in front of the quarterback. Two out of three times you ignore him. One yep. out of three times Ooh. you just pitch the ball to him, and he's going so fast. that he's going to find a crease to make it into the end zone. And the one other other thing that I think is a a fantastic approach to offensive football is the way the Saints use Taysom Hill. And it isn't only him running the ball, but last night there was a brilliant play where he caught just a little dump-off pass from uh, from Andy Dalton in the game for the, for the Saints against Arizona. And the reason why it was so effective and why he was able to bull in for the touchdown is because <clears throat> he has not been used as a pass catcher. That's right. He's thrown a few, and he's run, but he hasn't been used. So nobody thought he was going to do that. They just thought he was a decoy. And then he gets the ball, and the next thing you know, it's seven points. So... Listen, there's still a lot of room for imagination at all levels of football. And, uh, you know, so we'll see how it goes the rest of the way. All too familiar, by the way, with Wandale Robinson. He heard Penn State when he was at Nebraska before he transferred to Kentucky. So, no. Is you know, that right? I didn't know that. Know, I thought he was just at yeah. Kentucky. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky recruited him hard. And this is the way recruiting is today, Peter. Um, Kentucky did a great job of just, hey, Okay, you're going to Nebraska, great. And he goes to Nebraska, and he's an electric player there. And he, you know, and in 2020, he played really well against Penn State. And then he transferred back to Kentucky because they kept the channels open. So that's wow, how it went. wow, yeah. that's wild. Hey, get better, okay? <laughs> okay, hey, listen, thanks a million, Steve. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Peter. Yep, Peter King. Yep, Peter King joining us on the show. The um, all Enfield hour continues with um, another king coming up in the next half hour. Okay, how about that? You're kind of like the odd person out today. <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I will definitely take the back seat for Peter King and V King any day of the week. Pretty good. Hey, great conversation with him. So we always have a lot of fun talking so, with him. He's I mean he just knows so much. He's in touch with so many people. Yeah. And uh, Kenny Pickett, by the way, did say he was cleared this afternoon. As well so as Pat we'll... move. And Pat was also cleared, yes, which is big. All right, we'll come back. More in a moment. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Stock up for that whiteout tailgate right now. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies, pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. 
Olet Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, almost Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. I'm a bit concerned about the suit's preparation, by the way, Matt, for tonight's game. Oh, boy. He spent most of the week trying to figure out if he ever drove past Camp Lejeune. I mean, and I'm I'm sitting there like, I, there are so many legitimate, heart wrenching claims out there. What what are you doing? <laughs> he he worries. Oh, U L E D. That spells Alda. Like I said, it's been a long year for the suit. In terms of actually, no, pretty much it's been a long year for the suit for in all football phases. So never mind. It's been a long decade. All right, so uh, let's do. <laughs> just, just being him. All right, with that, the old Enfield hour continues. The King. Gang. Hello, boys. How's it going? Other than the Yankees stinking up the place, I'm fine. Oh, my God. No. I, no comment. <laughs> I, mean, I think we'll leave our comments okay. off air to you ourselves. Know, it's just <laughs> like Matt was saying. I mean, you cannot leave men on base. You just can't. You got to, you know, they're whatever. Hey, they can win the next game. They're right back in it. So, like I told Matt, half my season's successful because the Red Sox are so far out of it and they're such a mess. It's just great. So, Bingo! I can, are, I can deal with it because the Red Sox stink. So. And, and they Whatever. are a mess. And they are a mess. I'm riding my exercise bike right now. So. As, as I, what did I say in June when they went 20 and 6? I said, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really know how good they are. Right? Oh, the Red I Sox? Just, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I said, I don't no. I didn't. I didn't see it. Just All didn't you see need it. to know about the Red Sox is who hit a 485 foot bomb the other day for no, the Phillies. I know, Schwarber. Huh? Yeah. Schwarber. And the yeah. Red Sox just were not interested in him. <laughs> it's like they don't, don't have a first baseman. And, and they you let know him go. I thought about you it. Know? I was like, well, what do you mean you're letting that guy go? What are you letting that yeah. guy go? He knows, he knows how to win. He knows he how play to in win. Boston. He walked in and yep. he was a total hit. And not everybody can yep. play in Boston and New York. Right. And he right. could. And I don't know what their plan was, but it's just a joy to watch. (laughs) Hey, did you guys get a chance to see, just to change the subject, I know you heard about the shooting of the police here. I heard about it, yeah. In Bristol? Yes. You want to see something incredible. His last name's uh, Ayuru. The cop who shot the guy. There were three three cops were shot, and this guy got shot in the leg. He sneaks around the house, hides behind the tree, and hides behind the cars. The guy's still shooting at things, and then he's hiding behind the car, and he stands up. One shot takes the guy out, and it's all on video. You want to see a real hero? The guy got shot in the leg, and he looks down at at his microphone. He goes. Suspect down, just like I'm like, holy crap! This guy's a real Rambo. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. you want to see a hero? Yeah, Google yeah. it. You can watch yeah. the video. It's incredible. That is. And yeah, it. Is. it I mean, so. you don't know what you would do in that situation. None of us do. Yeah. This guy yeah. got shot, 
And the guy who shot them, he knew he he shot three cops, but there's only two on the ground. So he knows the other cop is somewhere. And he's looking for him, just shooting in the woods. and, And get this, you want a trivia question? He's from Bristol, Connecticut, the shooter. Okay. He is one of three guys on a senior high football team who murdered somebody. Hmm. The other one was a I'm gonna guess murder who, suicide. Yeah. And the third one, Aaron Hernandez. Yes. Aaron Hernandez, yep. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. No. All I, three I, of them from that senior football team were murderers. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's weird. <laughs> Hey, well, you know what? Let's go with a more uplifting tone here. We'll come well, back with picks yeah, in a moment. Yeah, it's real life, and it's a real life hero. I know. You know, yeah. we 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 put sports on a pedestal. I live in a state that defunded the police department, and these guys, you watch that video, they put their lives on the line for us. Oh, no so, question, no question, yeah. they do. Okay, change the subject. Which means we're going to go to picks next after this break. On News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. All the pressure's off Matt this week. The Eagles aren't playing. (laughs) That's right. I love the Eagles. <laughs> well, in terms of the, in terms of our picks, actually the pressure is on me because I had a terrible week, which puts Steve back in the lead after an eight and three week at forty six and thirty one. I went five and six, forty three and thirty four. King went seven and four. He's now above five hundred, thirty nine and thirty eight. So this is a big well, week for me to catch up. Welcome to my world. There you go. Oh. <laughs> So let's get what, it started. What are you now, Matt? Your total record? I'm 43 and 34 now. 42 and 34. What, Steve? Uh, 46 and 31. Wow. Yeah, I'm three games behind them. I lost by two points this week. Oh. Oh man. At I least you got the got big money last week. week. In a row. I know. Uh, All right, let's get it started with the oh. Falcons at the Cincinnati Bengals, Steve. Oh, um, I know, riveting game. Yeah, uh, I'll go with Cincinnati at home. I got the Bengals as well. King? The Bengals at home. Clean sweep of who that. All right, next one. AFC South battle. Indy, somehow that's got three wins on the year at Tennessee. King? I got Tennessee. I think they've turned it around. Yeah, I got the Titans. I don't know what you're going to get from the Colts. 
Tennessee. All right, clean sweep of the Titans. I will go with better games if we play a point spread. But you you get to this point, these are the only close games. Some of the other games are just blowouts. Yes, that's true. But if you play a point spread, you know, then we can have some more exciting games. But, you know, who are you going to pick? I mean, maybe we can do that. Maybe we change up and do that for the pro games, not the college games. How about that? Yeah, it's fine with me. Yeah. I, I'm just—we don't gamble. It's just a matter of you think they got to win by seven points for you to win, right? You know that that you're actually picking. You know that, that there's nothing wrong with that. It's not gambling. No. It, it's just—it's okay. We'll ahead. think about that for maybe next week. Uh, now we got the Vegas Raiders and Houston King. Uh, Houston's a funny team. I I, I got Vegas. No, you're right. They're in every game. You know? They have been, but they oh. just haven't been able to find a way to win. But, yeah, I they're trying to build some down there. But I'll, I'll go Vegas. I think their offense will be a little too much for them this week. Okay. Steve? Houston. Ooh, all right. I like it. That's well, a good pick. Houston's been playing well. You know? Well, not really, but... All right, and then finally, <laughs> I'm sorry, two more after this. Rematch of Super Bowl 54, the Kansas City Brett Veaches at San Francisco. Steve. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's going to play. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was changes fast. a lot of things up. Um, I'm still going to go with Kansas City. Yeah, I will lean Kansas City as well, but San Francisco, that's a big pickup for them. Christian McCaffrey couldn't get yeah. out of Carolina fast enough. But I will take Kansas City. There's a lot of talk about Odell Beckham Jr. in Kansas City right now. Yes, there is. uh, Because Travis Kelsey did redo his contract. Yep. I think that'd be an excellent fit for Kansas City. He'll be back to where they they work. They need a big play guy now if they don't have Tyreek Hill. Exactly. King, who you got? Some people are talking about Brady going to San Francisco. That he's not happy in Tampa. Some at all, people huh? talking about him retiring. Uh yeah. I think if anything, yeah. his next move is going to be back to retirement yeah. and jump in the Fox booth. Who you got, King? Uh, Kansas City. All right, and then finally, Sunday Night Football: Dolphins, Steelers. They got the quarterbacks back. King, who you got? I got the Steelers. Okay. I'm going with Miami. I. I don't know if the Steelers can repeat defensively what they did last week against Tampa. Plus, this is a much better offense than Tampa. Steve. Can you pick a tie? All right. Uh, no, I'm going to go with the <laughs> Dolphins. Maybe we should put that in, too, just for the NFL. I don't know. I don't take the local team. I take the local team. There you go. I, I, took, I took the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh. All right. College football now. We got a lot of good ones this week. Let's start with Cuse, fresh off the big win last week at Clemson. Steve. Clemson, big. Uh, yeah, I got Clemson taking care of business. King? Well, we can't all pick the same. I'm going to take Syracuse with an upset. All right. All right. Next one. On the, I took Clemson, but I'm going to change it because Syracuse... They're very well coached. So yeah, we'll see what a good year for them. Uh, next one, you got number 20, Texas, at number 11, Oklahoma State. I'm sticking with the Cowboys this week, even though they let me down last week. King, who you got? 
Oklahoma State, they're very good. Steve? Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers has, to his credit, given Texas a great lift. Texas. All right. There good you go. Yep. All right, next one, we've got Kansas State at TCU. King. TCU. I'm going with the, the Horned Frogs as well. Texas Christian University. All righty. Clean sweep at TCU. Next one, Mississippi State at yeah, Bama. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only one that picked them last week. so it's... Yes, that's true. <laughs> you are correct. Mississippi State and Bama, Steve. Ooh, way better game than people think. It's been an awfully hard week at Mississippi State, though. Very hard week. Uh, when you lose a player who passes away at 18, that's hard. Uh, I will go with Alabama. Yeah, this is this is not an easy game for Alabama. Another good offense they got to get ready for after last week's I'm just, shootout. I'm just wondering what the emotion is yeah, in Mississippi State. No question. But I, I also don't see Bama losing two in a row either with Bryce Young right. at quarterback. So I'll stick with the Crimson Tide. Boy, he was he good last week? Yes, he Man. was. He was not Ugh. the reason why they lost. He was the no. reason why they stayed in it. Yes. Yeah. King. Alabama, the quarterback play is incredible. He's, yeah. he's incredible. That oh, yeah. kid's going to be a great, great, great pro. He better be the number one pick. Uh, he, he's only, as good a college quarterback as I've ever seen. His only problem is going to be he is not big in stature. So that's something that, you know. Yeah. yeah can you imagine Alabama will have like six starting quarterbacks in the NFL all at the same time? Yeah. Like, not shocking anymore, really. Yeah, nope. I mean, I mean, three of them were on the same team at the same time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's just amazing. And one of them's with the Eagles now. So well. Yep. So. All right, then finally, big one in the Pac-12, Oregon, hosting UCLA. Steve. Great game. Great game. Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon. Uh, I'm gonna it, because you know quietly as well as DTR has played for UCLA and DTR has been great for UCLA this year, and obviously Chip's going back there, but Bo Nix has quietly played really well for Oregon. All right, King, who you got? I was gonna take Oregon, but I decided to take UCLA. All right. Good good pick. UCLA's really good, Kev. Yeah, really they're really good, good but I, I can't catch up if we all take the same one. And I'm comfortable with that. Well, no, this I, was a toss-up for I, me. I, so. I, I mean, I'm the one that's actually in the college ones. I've been picking different teams. Uh, it just turned out yeah. I, I thought long no, and hard about saying, UCLA. I, I can't take the same one you're yeah. taking all the time, I, or I can't catch up. So. Yeah. Well. I'm going to well, you might with... ca- You might catch up to me this week. I'm taking the different ones. So. Yeah. No, you have. Yeah. yeah, we're not. We're only. We don't. We don't agree with any of them except Bama for this week and TCU. Three out of the five were on different islands. Yeah, all of us. But for me, I will reluctantly pick Chip Kelly and UCLA. Um, I think going in is one thing, but I just like the way UCLA's been playing. I just. I, they I, are. And yep. I think I just think they're a tough team too, and they can force some turnovers mm-hmm. on Bo Nix. So. It's good that the when did Bo Nix go to Oregon? This is his after first year. Last season, transferred after from last Auburn. Season. He transferred out from Auburn at, at the end of last season. Huh? Why? 
uh, because Finley took over as the starting quarterback, and Auburn, to be frank with you, Kev, is a mess. Yes. Yeah. And so. and and one other element. Auburn's offensive, excuse me, Oregon's offensive coordinator was Bo's offensive coordinator at Auburn. Right, that's right, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's a good reason to go. I like so, Bo next. So. Yeah. But I got, so. I got as as Lisa would call him, I got Ukla. <laughs> Ukla. <laughs> <laughs> the U-Clans. The U-Clans, yeah. Yep. Uh, Lock them in. And this is and this is the and this is the person that's teaching your children to speak. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, quick! Does Penn State bounce back, King? I think they do. I hope so. I know that. I mean, and this goes back to the Joe Paterno when Joe Paterno does that whole problem, and Penn State lost all their uh, recruits. That was the worst game I've seen Penn State play. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage.